everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back, actually, in the podcast studio with Emily Hope, formerly Emily Bradbury. Hey, y'all. It is good to have you here, Emily. You're married now. I am. When did you get married? April 15th. So so not too long ago. Not too long ago. I love it. Well, since you've been here before, I mean, I could ask you a funny marriage question, I guess. Has anything surprised you so far about being married? We didn't plan this, so I'm really we didn't. I'm, I'm putting you on the I'm spot. Like, what is David going to be okay with me saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's wise. Wise. You know what? David is great about rinsing out all of his bowls, cleaning off his dishes when he's done, but then he leaves them on the counter. And I'm like, put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's funny. So he rinses them all out. He's great about that. But you know what? That's not a hill worth dying on. So I'm like, you know that's what? True. I can put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. Uh, Joshua 8. I say we just Joshua jump eight. right in. Let's do it. So maybe set it up for us. What's going on? Yes. So if we remember, I know that if you're following us in the journey, you went through Exodus. You know that God miraculously brought the people out of slavery in Egypt and promised to bring them to the promised land, the land of Canaan. And we know that when the people got into the promised land, the spies went and looked at the land and came back and said, "We this is too bad. The people are too big. We can't fight them. Led to wandering. But now Moses has passed away and Joshua has taken over. The old generation is gone. The new generation is here. And God is finally going to give them the land of Canaan. But in order to do that, God has told the people that you must completely wipe out the inhabitants because they will sway your hearts away from me. So we see in Joshua 6 that Joshua leads the people through the battle of Jericho, completely um, destroys the people. But we get to chapter 7, and dear old Achan Hmm. does not obey, and he took some of the spoil from Jericho. Now, if we remember, the people of Israel had made a covenant with God that said, we will fully obey. Which is different than what we're under today. Yes. Can you uh, clarify that? Yes. The old covenant. Yes. Was kinda... So during the time of Moses, God gave Moses the law. And it was so the people would know what does holy living look like? Mm-hmm. We are God's chosen people and we are going to live holy lives. That is what God called them to. And they said, yes, we will obey. So if you look at Deuteronomy 28, there's a list. If you obey, here are the blessings. But if you don't, here are the list of curses. A long list. It's a long. Curses are much longer than the blessings. People don't like to see that, but it's true. But it's because holy life is something that God calls us to, and it's really hard to obtain. That's why we are so thankful for Mm -hmm. Jesus to be under the new covenant where he completely um, wipes away our sins because of his death, burial, and resurrection and our faith in him. So basically, the people of Israel are saying, hey, we're going to uphold our end of the bargain, if you will. God always will. But they're saying, hey, we're going to obey. We're going to follow. And so when we see Achan here um, not obey, it is going to bring punishment to the whole people of Israel. And a lot of people will read that and be like, that is not fair. But remember, it's been a communal thing. We will do this. And so if one person disobeys, it's going to impact everybody. Mm -hmm. It's good. Which is why when Israel goes to attack Ai, they are conquered. And it's the result of Achan's sin. So keep reading in 7. We see that Achan and his family is punished. So we get to Joshua 8. And in verse 1, we see that God tells Joshua, Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I have given you into the hand of the king of Ai and his people, his city, and his land. 
And I just think, gosh, that is such a picture of the Lord's character, of his grace and his mercy that he would give the people of Israel a second chance. Yeah. My uh, The net translation, the net Bible reads, Joshua, don't be afraid and don't panic. Mm, and so good. when we mess up, we're so tempted to, mm-hmm. to freak out, to hide it, to try to conceal it, to get more and more stressed. But God says, don't be afraid, don't panic. Here's your second chance. You're so right. I know. And I think it's just a sweet reminder to Joshua. I mean, he is now in charge of the people. Mm-hmm. He's coming after Moses, so I'm sure he's nervous anyway. Big shoes to fill. Yes. And then he's like, gosh, second battle, we've already lost. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? But there's that reminder of, hey, I'm actually not in control. Mm-hmm. God is, and I can trust him. So as we keep reading Joshua 8, that God promises, hey, I'm going to deliver them into your hands. So Joshua prepares the people, and he says, okay, we're going to do a sneak attack, if you will. Um, Some of us are going to go to the front of the city. We're going to draw the people out, while the rest of us are going to be behind the city. And when we draw the people of Ai out, then we're going to attack. We're going to set the city on fire. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And everything was devoted to destruction. But with this one, God said, hey, Now you can take the livestock. So they did take that. And we see that Joshua kills the king. So everything was devoted to destruction. They completely obeyed. And then we see that Joshua sacrificed peace offerings. And he read the book of the law over the people. He's reminding them, hey, this is what the Lord has called us to. This is what we are all agreeing to. Basically making sure is everybody on the same page. And so this is another one of those, what we call an Ebenezer moment Mm. for Israel. So if you remember back after crossing the Red Sea, they make an Ebenezer. It's a pile of stones of remembrance so that whenever the people would pass by the area and look at the stones, they would remember what God has done. And even though there's not necessarily an Ebenezer built here, I can guarantee you when the people are in this area, they're going to see where AI was and they're going to remember, oh, this is where we were defeated in battle, but then we saw God's mercy and his power reign over it. And I just, I'm so encouraged by this chapter, just reminding that God is a God of second chances. He is a God of mercy. He's a God of justice, um, which, you know what? A lot of times we read this and we're like, that is not fair, but I'm thankful for God's judgment because one day he will fully eradicate. He's already defeated sin, but he will completely eradicate it when he defeats Satan forever. And that's his justice and that he's a God of mercy that he doesn't give us what we deserve. So this is an excellent chapter, even though it can be really hard to read sometimes. Emily, what would you say to somebody who reads it and they're like, sure, God gave Israel a chance, but what about the people of AI? Mm. Like, was it, if God's a God of justice and grace and mercy, is he partial to Israel? Yeah, that is a really hard thing to confront when we get to this part of Scripture and the conquest era. But you know what? Here's the thing. We are all sinners. We all do things um, that displease or honor God, and they separate us from God. And though we don't know all the things that happened in Ai and all of these cities of Canaan, we do know that the people had sinned against God, Mm -hmm. and all sin deserves punishment. And God had given these people chances to repent. When, I mean, we see in Jericho, we see that Rahab heard of the renown of God, and she turned her heart to him. So Mm -hmm. people had heard of God, of Yahweh, and God had given them chances to repent. Yeah, they they weren't exempt. No, no one is exempt. So that's why God punished them, because it was a result of their sin. But we know that God is a God of justice and of peace, and he gave them chances to repent. Mm Mm-hmm. And they chose not to. Really clear. Really helpful, Emily. Kind of as we wrap up, last thing uh, that really stood out to me 
is in verses 34 and 35. We see that after this victory, uh, Joshua reminds them of the word. He reads the law. And I think it can be really easy in our lives today when we have a mountaintop experience, a win, uh, to neglect our need for the Lord. Mm. It's much easier for most of us when we're we're in the valley, when life's not going well, to mm-hmm. be like, okay, God, I need you now. But Joshua obediently puts the word of the Lord before them. Well, what would you say about that? Any comments on just what it looks like for us to live differently in light of that section of scripture or yeah. anything else you notice? Yeah, I would say it could have been very easy for Israel, even though they knew God said, I'm going to deliver you for them to get at the end of this battle and to be like, look at us, look what yeah, we did, we did this it. is so great. But Joshua reminds them, hey, our victory, our identity, our hope, our security, all of it is found in the Lord. And reading the book of the law is just that reminder for them. And I would say for any of us, any experience in life, it's all a gift and a blessing from the Lord. And it's all within his control. And we need to remain rooted in his word to know who he is and not reading it so that we know more of what God's word says, but that we are pointed towards his character and his love and his grace and our relationship relationship with him. I love it, Emily. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate your diligent study. When women's Bible study kicks back up in the fall, if you're local to Dallas and you're a female, you should totally go and join Emily as she leads the charge there with many other faithful women. We'll put that information in the episode description. Thank you for listening, for leaving reviews. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.